after a while, I was just like, you know, th this is me, this is who I am. And so I started expressing more of that part of myself to others, like, you know, letting friends know that, oh, you know, this crystal's good and, you know, well, maybe the cards might help you or something. And, you know, it felt really good to be able to express that spiritual side of myself. All mystics have a story of how they found their spiritual calling and how they continue to deepen their own spirituality and connection to the universe. Let us hear their stories so that we may be inspired to continue ours. Awakening Stories. Hello, mystics. Thank you for tuning in again to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. I'm Sarah Ray, and today's episode is very special because we have another beautiful awakening story from a woman podcaster whose love of magic and astrology is reaching all corners of the globe. She's recently published a wonderful book called Moon Manifesting, which is the ultimate guide to manifesting your dream life by working in alignment with the moon energies which we all love, of course. <laughs> She's also an astrology teacher, a tarot reader, and a true embodiment of a magical nature goddess. Please welcome Kyra Howarth the, with the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. How are you today, Kyra? Hi, I'm so good and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction. Of course, of course. I love your website, I love your podcast, love your YouTube channel do all the things and I've, I've been following you for a little while and I knew I just had to talk to you because your light is very bright and I've learned a lot from you and I would love to learn more from you about you personally rather than just all the fun magic stuff. So uh, my first question to kick off our conversation here is how did you actually first begin to discover your spiritual calling? Yeah so I feel like uh, like I wasn't really all that spiritual during my younger years and childhood like you know occasionally I felt a bit called to crystals or whatever and um, yeah like you know maybe did yoga a bit when I was a teenager but it wasn't until probably when I was maybe 25 um, at that point I had three young kids and I I don't know, something just kind of switched inside of me and I started to feel like I needed uh, more purpose to my life. Like I just felt so drained. Like I felt like a slave to my children pretty much. And it was just like, you know, like there's got to be something more to life. And I don't know, like somehow the stars or the moon just all aligned and I began to find out about like new moon rituals and I just fell in love with, you know, finding out when it was the new moon and uh, how to use that energy. And yeah, so that was like seven years ago. And um, yeah, here I am now. Uh, yeah, like I follow the moon like every day. It guides me with like, yeah, everything in my life. Um, but yeah, like going back to that time uh, when I first started to be, become aware of it, yeah, it was more just me trying to find a way to have more purpose in my life. Uh, I just felt like there was something missing and it was, yeah, it was spirituality and the moon uh, and like, yeah, studying my new moon rituals. That's what led me to finding a more spiritual life. 
Yeah, I feel like that's really common where people turn to spirituality in one way, shape or form because they feel that hole. And that is the missing link that a lot of people have a hard time with. They go, oh, I'm unfulfilled in my job or I've achieved all the goals. I've done all the things you're supposed to do. And yet they're still not quite there. And then the awakening tends to happen. So yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of discovered my spiritual awakening too, kind of with the moon specifically and started following the moon phases and all astrology in general. So I definitely relate to yeah. that. It's really cool. It's addicting, honestly. <laughs> it is. It is. Like I just keep finding more ways to work with the moon and more things to learn about astrology. And yeah, like my life is just literally like guided by the stars and the moon. Like I always check in with my horoscope for the day and check out what phase the moon is in and yeah it's it is really addicting <laughs> yeah so do you read your children's charts whenever they're doing something crazy <laughs> yeah yeah I well I've got four children wow. so yeah so like learning all about their charts uh like especially like their moon signs like I feel like for children moon signs tell you a lot about them and what they need to feel happy uh, so I have used astrology a lot to, yeah, understand more about my children and to build a better relationship with them as well. Um, we homeschool as well. So I do use like a lot of astrology to guide us like throughout the year with what we might be focusing on, as well as like, you know, if like a kid's going through a hard time, I might be like, oh, what's going on for them? And I'll look at their astrology chart and it's like, oh, yeah that's why this is happening. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of do that with myself too. And with my husband and my baby is only seven months old. So not too much of that just yet, <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, I definitely get that. What's your moon sign? I wonder. Yeah. So I'm a Libra moon. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, at the time of we're, we're recording, it's actually the new moon in Libra. Mm -hmm. And like today, like that new moon falls, like pretty much right on the degree of my natal moon so I'm like oh wow this is like a really exciting new moon so yeah, yeah looking forward to my new moon ritual oh yeah have you done exactly. it already yet or no not yet no that will be yeah probably later tonight I'll get around to doing that but yeah, yeah. it's like new beginnings for me <laughs> absolutely yeah today's the uh, new moon in Libra and our what's your sun sign and I'm a Gemini sun okay cool fun that's a good combination yeah. a lot of uh a lot of other people energy outward energy coming with those two signs I feel like I, I'm not as advanced in astrology as you are but I <laughs> that's I think that's a good combination from what I know <laughs> yeah yeah no you're absolutely right yeah <laughs> so after you kind of discovered the magic of the moon you started working with that more closely what was kind of the next step how did you know that this is what you wanted to do professionally yeah, well, it took me a few years um, and I guess, you know, everything just happens in divine timing anyway. Mm -hmm. So after I had like that spiritual awakening, I ended up having another baby um, and I started studying as well after I, um, well, after I had three children, I thought that's going to be it. So I, I thought, okay, I'm going to start studying, I'm going to start my career and then I ended up having another baby. But anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, I studied to be a herbalist. And so these studies, yeah, you know, it, it took up a few years of my time doing an advanced mm -hmm. diploma in Western herbal medicine. 
And so like, you know, I was really committed to being a herbalist and started practicing as a herbalist in my local community. And after about a year into doing that, I felt, um, I, I guess I was going through another spiritual awakening. Like I felt like, you know, when I was seeing my clients, there was like this missing element, this spiritual element, but it, it took me a while to really figure it out. And um, I just, I, yeah, one year I decided to start doing these moon circles on a full moon in my local area. And so I was doing that uh, from the same practice where I was practicing as a herbalist. And at the time I was like, oh my God, like no one's going to show up. No one else is interested in working with the moon and everything. Uh, but yeah, like I, I sold out that first full moon circle. Uh, like we we're all cramped into this room. There's like 27 of us. Oh my gosh. And for me, yeah, like, and like I live in a kind of smallish city slash town. There's probably about 50,000 people who live here. So it's not huge. Uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, no one's going to show up. And it actually showed me that there's a lot of people who are seeking more of this spirituality as well. And that's, that's when I felt called to maybe step away from doing like so much of the clinical herbal medicine sort of thing and doing more spiritual stuff. So I had a bit of a career transition then, um, yeah, embracing my path to, uh, yeah, spread more of this moon magic and to do more spiritual things as part of my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now you're pretty much focused on astrology. Um, yeah, I don't, when I peruse your website, listen to your podcast and stuff, it doesn't seem to be like you're taking one-on-one clients for herbal reasons, but they're more like reading astrology charts. Is that kind of where the where the magic click happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, it felt really fun, like starting out being a herbalist and it was like, yeah, you know, I can help you with all these health problems. And like, I really loved uh, working with women and women, women's health problems, especially fertility and pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I began to see like the correlation between the moon cycle and the menstrual cycle. So mm-hmm. this was something I was teaching my clients as well, but yeah, over, I, I think it's like probably the past two years. Yeah, I've stopped doing the herbal consultations and just doing more of the spiritual guidance. So that's the tarot reading and the astrology readings. Um, in that time, I've also studied to be a yoga teacher. So occasionally I'll do yoga classes. I've got a few yoga courses uh, through my online school as well. Uh, yeah, so it's it's just like a constantly evolving journey. Like as I dive deeper into my spiritual calling, I guess. Right. Absolutely. It, I mean, there's always more to learn and there's always another interest to pursue, at least in my experience as well. So do you still kind of use herbs in your personal practice at all? Is that still part of? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like herbs are a big part of my life. Uh, yeah, I like, you know, have like herbal tinctures that I'll make and, you know, for not just myself, but also my children, my family, like my husband, he's always taking little herbal blends I'm giving him to make Aww. him feel better and, oh, good. you know, show up to, with lots of energy and stuff. So yeah, like I definitely use herbs like every day. Um, I'm an avid gardener. My garden is just full of different medicinal herbs. Like, you know, it's, 
some people grow vegetables, some people grow flowers. I grow medicinal herbs. So <laughs> it's one of those weird witchy gardens. Yes. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, but so much, I guess, in my business and what I'm doing, like as my career, yeah, still trying to figure out how to weave that herbalism back into that at this point. Yeah. Do you have a course on herbalism in your academy? Not yet, uh, okay. but actually in October. So oh, yeah, um, so later soon. this month, yeah. yeah, in my online Herbal Moon Goddess Academy, I will be putting out the first uh, herbalism course, which I'm really excited about. It like blends herbalism with astrology and spirituality, like finding out the more spiritual elements of herbs as well as practical ways to use herbs. So yeah, that's, that's coming. It's that's exciting. exciting. <laughs> that's really unique. I have, you know, I've seen plenty of other online, various astrology things and herbalist classes too, even though when you try to search that thing, you kind of find more Ayurvedic classes, which is great, but it's hard to find just yeah. herbalism. So that's a really cool, unique blend that definitely nobody else that I've seen is doing. And I can tell you're a gardener because yeah. of all your beautiful plants behind you. <laughs> oh yeah, a bit of an indoor gardener as well. <laughs> I love it. I know I had I have a spider plant there and some oh, other stuff. Cute. Or not a spider plant. Um, <laughs> what are they called? A snake uh, plant. Snake oh. tongue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's really awesome. So um, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but what was your main inspiration on your new moon manifesting book? Like why the moon? What, what, what makes the moon so magical to you? Yeah. Look, I don't even know how to answer that. Like I'm just in love with the moon. Like, yeah, it's like an intuitive <laughs> knowing. <laughs> yeah. Like um, I guess, you know, it really started uh, yeah, many years ago. Uh, you know, as I began homeschooling my children and uh, uh, my son, my eldest, uh, you know, he showed an interest in the moon and we began studying all about the moon and the different phases and how that all happens. Uh, so, like, I guess that was part of how I began to be interested in the moon. Uh, and then, you know, just learning how to work with the moon and finding out more about the spiritual elements of working with the moon. It just, it's just a constantly evolving journey too of working with the moon. And I just kind of got to this point where I was like, like, you know, I just had so much information to share about all these different phases of the moon through all the zodiac signs. Uh, like I've been doing uh, like moon manifesting calendars. So I send out free to my subscribers each month been doing that for like two years and uh, I've also done like moon manifesting journals in the past uh, so I just had like all this information about the moon and I was like I just need this in one spot so I can just easily go back and reference it and so I thought okay I'm going to write a book so <laughs> I did it really I guess more for myself uh, because I was like I just need all this moon information in one place mm -hmm. and you know, if other people love that too, and they find it handy, then that's amazing too. But at the end of the day, I was just like, yeah, I need to make this book because I just want all this moon information just right here at my fingertips. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful book. I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. So I really like it. Oh, um, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I think it's also really just nicely put together and writing a book is no easy feat. Like um, I've done it as well. And it's, it's a big undertaking, but it's like such a, a nice accomplishment knowing that other people can benefit from your knowledge in that way. And it's, 
it's nice to go back to for sure. So yeah. since, uh, it's all about moon manifesting. I'm wondering if you have any fun manifesting stories that you might share at all, or maybe an example. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. So in my book, Moon Manifesting, I do share some manifesting stories. I'm going to say though, probably my favorite one, which was pretty much like back when I first started playing around with moon manifesting. Uh, yeah, I was pregnant with my fourth baby and, you know, we had a little five-seater car and I was like, you know, this isn't going to work. We're going to have six in our family. We need a bigger car. And so I was like probably 36 weeks pregnant, like really fat, really tired. It was just like, oh my God, I need a car. So I was just driving into town and there was this car and it was just like so cheap and it would fit us all. And I was like, okay, this looks great. Called my husband and uh, yeah, like when I got back home, um, yeah, about half an hour later, he showed up with the car. Like he'd just gone out there, bought it because it was like so cheap. I think it was like two or $3,000, which is cheap for a car here in Australia (laughs) (laughs) and he was just like bam whatever there you go Kara have your car and I was just like you know how divine like it was like something that I'd written down in my journal like as my new moon ritual like I really need this car and then it was just like literally right there like on the roads that I drive on every time I need to go somewhere and it was just the perfect price. And I was just like, wow. Okay. Thanks universe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you. That's always the biggest, most important part is to say, thank you. I love when you're looking for something and it just like shows up. That's the best feeling. And then you feel like it's already yours because it is yours. And that's a great, a great feeling, a great story for babies. Yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Wow, superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> so you have your so you have your beautiful children and you have your entire business all around spirituality. I am always curious with kid with people that have slightly older kids. Do you have like ex- like I don't want to say paranormal, but like spiritual experiences like with do they have spiritual experiences that they share with you that kind of deepens your own spirituality? Like not necessarily in your relationship, mm. but like that happened to them and they share it with you. Yeah, well, uh not so much like my eldest he's 12 almost 13 and he just thinks I'm some weird hippie like he is (laughs) he's so not into the spiritual stuff which is kind of funny because he's a Pisces which is like you know generally the most spiritual of the zodiac so I'm sure in a few years he'll kind of awaken to his more spiritual side but for now he's just like no I don't believe in that stuff (laughs) he's just a teenager it's fine (laughs) Yeah, but uh, recently, uh, I think it was like around the night of the last full moon in Pisces. So again, that heightened spiritual energy. Uh, both my younger kids, I have two daughters, one's seven and one's four. And they both woke up that morning and they were both telling me about these dreams that they had. And like, I'd had some pretty crazy dreams that night before too. And it was just like, oh, wow. Like, you know, we all had these crazy dreams. And like, it was just so cool how, you know, the girls were just telling me about their dreams and I was just like, oh, okay. And, you know, I could kind of see the spiritual meaning for what was going on, like what their subconscious was telling them. And so it was really insightful to have that glimpse into what was happening for them. 
at the same time, it was just like, you know, kind of freaky, like just all these weird dreams happening in one night. <laughs> right. No matter how engrossed you get in the spiritual world, the, the synchronicities are always like, a whoa, like you can happen. It can happen every single day, but it's always shocking to me too. So I get yeah. that. I, just, I love how <laughs> close kids are to their, to like the other side and the other realm. And I always like to hear if they do cool stuff with spiritual meaning behind it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you also read tarot. How did you stumble upon that? Yeah. So I guess I keep going back here, like uh, to like, you know, that time when I was like 25, this was probably also when I first started getting into tarot as well. Uh, like, yeah, I just, I guess I just had this major spiritual awakening and suddenly I just woke up and I was like, I'm going to start reading tarot and doing new moon rituals and carrying crystals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it happened around that same time. Um, I hadn't started studying herbal medicine yet at that point, but it was something that was on my mind that I was really conscious about doing. And I had just happened to find this uh, tarot deck, which is a herbal tarot deck. Oh. And so each of the cards has a different herb. And I just really fell in love with this deck because of like the spiritual meaning behind all the herbs as well as like learning how to read tarot and getting those messages from the universe through the cards. And like I was using these cards for my new moon rituals and it just really added this sense of like sacredness, I guess, to my rituals as well. And uh, yeah, it just evolved into this amazing journey where I fell in love with the moon. I fell in love with tarot. So it, yeah, it all just kind of evolved together, really. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, it wasn't like, oh, oh, I mastered herbalism and now I move on. It was just kind of all at once just bloomed. It was. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it did though. That's exactly what happened. It just kind of all bloomed. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I think that there's something about that age, whether or not you have kids about like mid twenties is when you start really questioning what is happening? Like, what is my purpose? Am I doing what I want to do? Because you're old enough to be a full-blown adult, right? But you're not so young to where you are really like outwardly seeking guidance a lot from like your parents or stuff, but you're not so old where you feel like you don't have any time left, even though that's not true, but you don't have any time left or anything. So I think that's really common based on what I've seen in my own life. I think that is like the magic age, 25-ish, where you start dabbling. Yeah. Things. <laughs> absolutely yeah and like in astrology around that age there's like a few major transits that are happening too like right. at around age 24 we're going through our second Jupiter return which sparks a lot of growth and then at around age 29 we go through like our Saturn return which is yeah like what you just said like finding more about our purpose in life and transitioning to adulthood right. so it is it is interesting, like around that age, all these things happen. Right. That's me right now. <laughs> Saturday oh, really? Happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> well, I knew yeah. it was coming, so that kind of helped a little bit. So, but I think it's just Saturn return specifically is one of those things where I don't think you can truly prepare for it because it's, that's just what Saturn does. It's just like, this is happening right now, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and it turns exactly. out exactly. So yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any like experiences like in your with your other family, like you growing up that may have indicated that this was your path eventually? Like did you have an interest in gardening or was it just kind of 
here I am world. (laughs) Yeah, no, not really. Like growing up as a child, like I said, like, you know, I wasn't really spiritual. Occasionally I was kind of drawn to spiritual stuff like crystals and yoga, but yeah, for the most part, I wouldn't say I was spiritual at all. Like I, I like said, I was an atheist throughout most of my teens um yeah like I even went to a uh, like Christian school uh and my grandparents are quite uh religious as well uh, with Christianity as well so I had like a a very like Christian background Mm -hmm. uh but I knew that that wasn't the path like I didn't believe that necessarily that God was the only God or like I, it just didn't gel with me from yeah. a young age. So I feel like that could have influenced me. Um, but then when I met uh, my now husband, I met him when I was 18 and he really opened my eyes to spirituality. His family are all very spiritual. They are come they? from a line of like psychics and healers and that oh, sort cool. of thing. Yeah. So yeah, getting involved with his family, that really normalized, uh, like, you know, kind of being in sci- uh, psychic and intuitive. And yeah, it was through my husband that I began to read tarot because he had some cards. So I started using his and <laughs> he had crystals. So I learned a lot from him, which is, yeah, kind of, I guess, not how it usually happens. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Like stereotypically, usually it's the other way around but that's really beautiful yeah <laughs> I love when you can lift each other up like that that's amazing and now you have a beautiful yeah with him. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. yeah and you know we teach each others like we are both like spiritual teachers so I'm now you know teaching him about different things like astrology and you know he'll teach me about other things like yeah you know mindfulness and meditation so yeah (laughs) what a beautiful place and loving supporting place for children because these are sorts of things like especially mindfulness meditation that a lot of kids don't get exposed to but it's so important um so that's a really I think a really beautiful way to beautiful energy to be surrounded by as a child that's amazing um I am curious if you have something that what surprised you the most while you were learning about your spirituality? Is there something that like really shocked you that you were like, whoa, didn't didn't expect that? (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I guess there's two things. Um, I guess the first thing, and yeah, again, I kind of touched on this before, but like when I started going through like a spiritual awakening, I felt really alone. I was like, oh, I can't talk to anyone about this. Like I felt really alone. And then you know, when I started talking to other friends about it, like I found, you know, it was really normal. A lot of other people, you know, meditate or do other spiritual things. And so like, I guess, yeah, one of those biggest lessons was that if you're feeling alone, talk to someone about it, because often we're not alone. Like we're always going through different levels of a spiritual awakening. So there's always someone out there who will understand what you're going through. Um, And I guess the other thing that I learned was uh, like not to be so secretive about it either. Like for the first few years, as Mm -hmm. I was going through a spiritual awakening, I kept my practices really private and I didn't even talk to my husband about it, which is kind of funny because he's like more spiritual than me, but I kept it really to myself. 
And after a while, I was just like, you know, th this is me. This is who I am. And so I started expressing more of that part of myself to others, like, you know, letting friends know that, oh, you know, this crystal's good and, you know, well, maybe the cards might help you or something. And, you know, it felt really good to be able to express that spiritual side of myself. So, yeah, stepping into that part of myself with confidence was, uh, yeah, something that was scary but has helped me a lot on my journey. That's beautiful. Wow, I love that. Is there, is that the advice you would give your younger self is to just not be so secretive about it? Yeah, absolutely. Like to embrace that spiritual path, even if it kind of feels foreign, like, and you don't really know where it's going, like just embrace, embrace your spirituality. And like, I feel like, you know, it's that missing link. It's important that we have some form of spirituality in our life. So finding that, uh, you know, that path of spirituality that works for you and then just incorporating that into your life it brings so much balance to your life. And yeah, like my younger self really missed out on spirituality. So if I could go back, I'd be like, yeah, do some spiritual stuff, make time for spirituality every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I think the keeping it secret is something that almost everyone experiences when they're going through an, a spiritual awakening, especially when they come from a Christian background. I think that's sort of stories a lot of a lot of people can relate to that because I'm the same way. Like I grew up going to a Lutheran church and I went to a Catholic church and, and now here I am. So, and I felt the need to kind of keep a secret for a little bit and for a while, but then just like you said, it felt so much better when it finally was able to come out. It was so much more aligned and it just felt like that was what it was supposed to be like. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just like, you know, coming out of the spiritual closet, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not good to stay in the closet, come out. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope people that are listening can take that advice and like really run with it because they always go, oh, but my situation is different, but this and that, and really, if it's your calling, it's going to come out anyway at some point. Yeah. Can't keep that's it right. up forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's really beautiful. I really appreciate you telling us about your past and a little bit more about where you are now. And um, I really like your moon tarot shirt, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thank you so cute. much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would like to give you this opportunity to kind of just tell us where we can find you, what you got going on about your business, anything that you have to share with us. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at herbal.moon.goddess uh, <laughs> and Facebook as Herbal Moon Goddess. Um, you can catch me on uh, Instagram or Facebook for weekly free tarot readings. I do pick a card readings on there um, as well as like all your new and full moon info. Uh, and yeah, check out my latest podcast episodes as well. Yes. Um, you can find me at the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast where I do chat about the moon, astrology, tarot, different things like that. Um, and yeah, I guess what I've got on at the moment, I've just launched my book recently, Moon Manifesting. Um, actually, you have it right here. There so if is. you're watching on the it's video, so you can see it. It's so pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's like your ultimate guide to using like every phase of the moon to manifest your dreams. And uh, yeah, for students who want to go a bit deeper and maybe want to learn about 
reading the tarot cards, reading astrology or learning how to work with the moon on a deeper level. I have an online school, the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. And yeah, there's yeah heaps of courses in there where you can just, yeah, follow your spiritual calling and embrace that, that path that you're following. Absolutely. Well, you certainly inspired many people to embrace their path and follow it through astrology and magic and manifesting. And I know you've inspired me. So that's why I wanted to bring you on here and hear more about you. And it's been great. Uh, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been so good to chat to you today about moon manifesting and that journey and that spiritual awakening. It's Yeah, it's been really good. And I hope it does inspire your listeners to embrace their spiritual path, even if it feels really weird. Just, yeah, embrace that true calling. I know, right? It's going to happen eventually. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Kara. I really appreciate it.